You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Saturday, the 2nd of July. I'm Emily Ferrier. And I'm Sona Patel. The death toll rises after a landslide in India. We have brought out 23 people from the debris. More are being searched for as of now. And two more British men have been captured by Russians and charged with being mercenaries in Ukraine. Ukraine says these people are volunteers. They're not mercenaries. And they're part of the Ukrainian armed forces, the regular Ukrainian army. Times of London Daily World Briefing. We start in India, where at least 21 people have died and many more are missing after a mudslide triggered by heavy rain in the northeast of the country. More than 200 disaster response workers and police are using earth-clearing equipment like bulldozers to rescue those buried underneath the debris in Noni, Moni per state. Parsa Venkateshwar, a freelance journalist based in New Delhi, told Times Radio that the rescue mission has become desperate. Government officials say that they are getting some uh, machinery from far off Ladakh to, uh, to get the, uh, remove the debris. Meanwhile, they are desperately uh, doing it with their own hands. And so far, 21 people have died. And the suspicion is that there are about nearly 100 bodies still left beneath the debris. Some of them might be alive, but we are not sure. Because there is a rebel insurgency in the area, Army personnel were there, providing security for the railway officials. The state's decades-old insurgency seeks a separate homeland for ethnic and tribal groups. Nineteen survivors were pulled from the rubble by rescue workers hours after the landslide hit. The director general of the Manipur police, P. Dongel, said they fear many more may still be trapped. More bodies are also expected. It is not exactly known um, how many people are buried, but... As of now, uh, we are told that there are still 60 people, including the villagers as well as the army people and uh, the railway people, laborers and all. Continuous rainfall over the past three weeks has wreaked havoc across India's northeast, which has eight states and 45 million people, and in neighboring Bangladesh. 
An estimated 200 people have been killed in heavy downpours and mudslides in states including Assam, Manipur, Tripura, and Sikkim, while 42 people have died in Bangladesh since the 17th of May. Hundreds of thousands of people have also been displaced. The latest on Ukraine now and Russian state media says two more British men have been captured by forces in separatist-held Ukraine and charged with being mercenaries. Dylan Healy and Andrew Hill are being held in the Donetsk People's Republic. That's a pro-Russian region in the east of Ukraine that's not recognised internationally. Mercenaries are classed as professional soldiers hired to fight for a foreign army and don't always have the same rights as prisoners of war. Ashkold Krushelnitsky is the Times reporter in western Ukraine. Ukraine says that these are not mercenaries, these are members of the Ukrainian armed forces, um, have got family connections, they've lived in Ukraine. Back in June, Britain's Aidan Aslin and Sean Pinner, along with Moroccan national Brahim Sadouin, were sentenced to death after they were found guilty of being mercenaries for Ukraine by a court in DPR. It comes as Russia steps up missile strikes in Ukraine. An apartment block and holiday resort in Odessa were targeted. 21 people, including a child, were killed. Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov denies Russia is deliberately hitting civilian targets. But Times reporter Ashkol Krushelnitsky says there's been widespread condemnation of these attacks. feeling is that the Russians knew that there were no military bases or no military targets there. And coming days after the destruction of the shopping centre in the town of Clemenchol. He says many think this escalation is in response to the recent summit in Madrid. After the NATO conference emphatically declared its support for Ukraine and said that it would be transferring more weapons. It just looks like anger, frustration from the Russians and a desire to inflict some kind of revenge. And the Ukrainian government are calling it just acts of terrorism. On the way, Jerry Hall and Rupert Murdoch officially call it quits and two women are caught trying to smuggle snakes on a plane. Times of London Daily World Briefing. Over 200 people have been affected by a landslide in Peru's Huari province. The landslide began on Thursday afternoon on the Cruz de Xalapa Hill and covered nearby houses. Some have been left homeless by the disaster, sleeping in Huari's central bus station on folding beds and mattresses. Police Chief Freddy Del Carpio Leon of Ancash allowed those affected to enter their homes to grab personal belongings before evacuating the zone. When we learned about the disaster, 60 agents came with the minister, along with rescuers and a mountain rescue team, so that locals could get in their houses and grab some clothes and animals they had at home. No deaths or injuries have been reported as of yet. R. Kelly's suing the Brooklyn jail where he's being held for putting him on suicide watch. The R&B singer was sentenced to 30 years in prison on the 29th of June for sex trafficking and abusing young girls. He was then placed on suicide watch, which his lawyer, Jennifer Bonjean, argues is illegal because he's not suicidal.
She says the placement was solely for punitive purposes and because he was a high-profile inmate. Kelly says the harsh conditions he faced led to severe mental distress and amounted to cruel and unusual punishment that violated the US Constitution's Eighth Amendment. Kelly's lawyers haven't said how much compensation he's looking for, but the court docket suggests it's in the region of $100 million. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. With a big development in technology for the FIFA World Cup, here's John Jackson. Semi-automated offside technology will be used at this year's World Cup in Qatar. Football's governing body, FIFA, promises more accurate decisions and rapid resolutions after admitting the length of checks or reviews is too long. Using cameras strategically placed around the stadiums and a chip in the match ball, FIFA said the technology will go a long way to cutting down on contentious video assistant referee decisions on marginal offside calls and reduce the time needed to check. The technology has already been tested at two tournaments over the last seven months and will be used at all venues in the World Cup. The finals take place in Qatar from November the 21st to December the 18th. The Times Daily World Briefing Entertainment Jerry Hall has officially filed for divorce from her husband Rupert Murdoch on Friday after six years of marriage. The model and actress filed a petition in the Superior Court of California citing irreconcilable differences as grounds for divorce from the billionaire media mogul. She sought spousal support from Murdoch for the attorney's fees and claimed that she is unaware of the full nature and extent of all assets and debts and will amend the petition when the information has been ascertained. This was Murdoch's fourth marriage and Hall's second. And finally... Two women have been arrested after trying to smuggle 109 live animals out of Thailand in their luggage. The pair were trying to board a Thai Airways flight to India. It was during a routine X-ray inspection that officers discovered some 35 turtles, 50 chameleons, 20 snakes, two white porcupines and two armadillos in their bags, all astonishingly alive. Many of these animals will end up as exotic pets, some as food and others used for traditional medicines. According to Traffic, a non-governmental organization that monitors the trade of wild animals, incidents like this are a serious and growing problem. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Saturday the 2nd of July. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. 